Welcome to the Asking for Myself podcast with Dr. Crystal Benjamin. Now, you've probably seen the asking for a friend phrase, and that phrase usually would be shown after a sarcastic or an embarrassing comment. Well, in this space, for this podcast, there are no embarrassing questions. So you get to ask those candid questions about life and relationships. That brings us to the end of another episode of Asking for Myself with Dr. Crystal Benjamin. Hey, thank you for listening and we would love to hear from you. So on your way out, please leave us a comment. Cheers. Hi, beautiful people. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Asking for Myself with Dr. Crystal Benjamin. And today we have the beautiful talented, educated, and just, you know, full of life, Narissia Philip-Peters, and she's an integrative nutrition health coach and organic farmer. So, Narissia, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for being a part of this and welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. (laughs) Yes, of course, of course. So, you're here because you are doing something that's amazing. You have this thing called the Love Her Initiative. So before we even get into the initiative, um, tell us a bit about, about what, you know, inspired you to get into something like this. Well, um, a little bit of background on myself, not from the education side of things. The reason why I, why I even got into the whole self-love movement and being a self-love advocate a couple mm-hmm. of years ago i um i got separated from my husband you know so you can just imagine the amount of emotions and the 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 self-doubt and everything else that would take place during a period like that right. and um a lot of it i was questioning myself i had turned into a a very angry individual you know and i didn't like the person that I had become. So that's where my whole um, self-love journey began. And the, the, what's the word I'm looking for? The, that epiphany where the chair is pulled from under you type of thing. Right, yeah. Me actually having to take stock of what did I do towards mm-hmm. contributing to this entire process. You know, because we're all about blaming the other person or blaming the devil. The devil is a liar. As right, a, yeah. Like <laughs> but they don't take some time to realize that it's not necessarily the devil. It's actually you and the choices that you've made that led you to where you are. You know, so, wow. so I had to take, that was part of my initial journey towards my self-love. Because a lot of people believe that self-love is just about the manicures and the pedicures and going to forums and that kind of thing and not realizing how dirty it could actually be, you know, from that perspective of tearing back the layers and starting to look at yourself, your full self in the mirror and, and doing the necessary healing process and stuff that you need to, to, to get back to your true authentic self, you know? So that's me and my process. And it's, it's, it's not complete. 
mm-hmm. still in it, you know, but compared to where I was a couple of years ago and to where I am now, I'm a lot better. So I decided just based on my journey, as well as hearing up from other persons and seeing how much they tear themselves down and they don't even realize it because it's, you know, normal verbiage within our mm-hmm. culture and stuff like that. I yeah. said, you know what, let me do my little part. Because at least even if I, I, I can help one person, that mm-hmm. one person will now help another. And eventually, mm-hmm. each one helping one will all um, raised from where we are now to a level that's even higher than we even thought we could be in terms of loving ourselves and in loving ourselves we're at a better place to help everybody else around us you know exactly it starts with us right and I just love that your whole spiel it started with you taking responsibility for your part of it and us being mindful of the fact that it might be default for some of us to blame other people for the things that are happening in our lives. You know, we blame this, we blame whatever. But whatever little responsibility we could take or whatever part we've played in the whole situation, it's important for us to reflect on that as well yes. and, and take responsibility. Not taking responsibility for the other person's part, you know. No, it's not yes. that, but whatever in terms of our response to things, in terms of our choices, as you said, and not yeah. blaming the devil, but at the end of the day, even though we're tempted, we have the right to choose. And, you know, at the end of the day, we need to be responsible for the choices that we make. Life yeah. doesn't just happen to us. And I love that mindset because it, it's empowering. It's empowering to know that you can make healthy choices and life isn't just happening to you so thanks for that piece but you said so much and there's so much i want to follow up on actually (laughs) you also talked about self-love not being like i feel like it's not a destination it's a journey it is yeah i I get that feeling like self-love self-discovery um just finding your purpose all these different things it's a journey i feel like and so i definitely um you know resonate with you saying you're not there well there's no destination really it's something that you're continuing to work through you also mentioned that i mean you dropped so much so many nuts right in like the first minute it's just amazing you also mentioned that um you know it's kind of part of our culture to be negative to ourselves or to say negative things or to not to not be okay with all aspects of ourselves yeah. And that one of the first steps in it is not just about the aesthetics or the how we look and making sure you do your manicure, pedicure, that kind of thing, which is good too, and that's part mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. But it's also looking at the 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 the, the ugly side, yes. right? Some exactly. of the character traits of that we might not particularly like or or yeah. enjoy, but it's yeah. important to embrace all of that as well. So yeah. I want you to share a bit more about your process like so I know you're there and you, you're mm-hmm. citing that you're way better off from where you were mm-hmm. a few years ago mm-hmm. what was your process can you take us step by step and, and give us a bit of your secret to to this whole journey well I don't there's no secret <laughs> ah there is a secret there is <laughs> <laughs> a, lo- a big part of it one is acknowledging that there is something to fix. 
Ah, so we start with acknowledging. Acknowledgement, yeah. Right. Because if, if as far as you're concerned, there's no problem, then there will never be anything to address, right? Right. A lot of times you would hear people say, oh, this one told me so, such and such, and that one told me such and such, but they're just haters. <laughs> Which may be the case. They may be a hater, yes. However, <laughs> with each criticism that we get, there may be some level of truth to it, not necessarily mm. the entire thing that people are saying. Mm-hmm. But if you take stock of, if, if you remove the emotional side of it and you actually take the words that they are saying as per a behavior or an attitude or whatever the case might be, and you listen from how you, you are presenting yourself to them, maybe it may be something that I may need to start paying attention to to see mm-hmm. if it really is that way. Because if everybody's saying the same thing, there must be some level, underlying level of truth, right? So, right. Sort of hearing what the person said without all the emotion in, in it, and then doing your own internal review, mm-hmm. and if you realize, okay, you know, maybe the way I respond to such and such could give off the impression of X and Y, right? So mm-hmm. maybe tone it down, or when I'm presenting my words i could probably explain myself a little better you know stuff like that Mm -hmm. and you actually pay attention from there to see what the person's saying after that any of the other stuff that they're saying if it doesn't apply to you at all throw it away don't Uh don't hold on to it because if you hold on to it now that that little piece now is going to fester (laughs) something that it really wasn't meant to to do so take the parts that are relevant at that point in time within your process and see how you could address it, right? Mm. Sometimes it may mean you could address it for yourself, and other times it may mean you would need external persons, whether it's um, a, a friend mm-hmm. from the church, uh, a therapist, a counselor, mm-hmm. whatever it might be. Sometimes you may need someone who's higher than you are right now to help you with that part of it, right? So mm-hmm. acknowledging is the first one, definitely. And then after that now surrounding yourself with people who are higher than you right or people who might be able to have the skills and tools necessary to be able to take you to that next step that you want to get to when i hear you talk about this i i think that it's probably virtually impossible for someone to do this if they're busy and i'm saying that because if you're busy you don't really have that time to sit and reflect on what people are telling you to to take it in, to also reflect on your own views on what they're saying. And so I think a level of this whole self-love thing is to become unbusy. Yeah. Meaning being able to have time within your day or maybe even your week for reflection, yes. for meditation, for mindful, to be mindful as opposed to just going, going, going every day, running into every day, not even sure what day today is or what date or what month. <laughs> Definitely. You know, which, you know, guilty. Sometimes I'm guilty of that. Some days I'm like, oh, wait, it's today Wednesday? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even sure. Right? But it, that is not necessarily the ideal situation if you're trying to be mindful, if you're trying to engage in continual growth and personal yeah. development so when i hear this i definitely also want to echo to the persons who are listening as well it requires a bit of being unbusy now 
how do you schedule this into your time? Because I know you're working full time. Yes. I know you're also a mother. You have your business, so you're um, yeah. you're a coach. So you help with nutrition. You also have your clothing line, yes. um, or your t-shirt line rather. And then you have the Love Clean Initiative coming up. I mean, you have so many things. You're a farmer, which is amazing. <laughs> you you have amazing kale. So if people, if you're in Trinidad, <laughs> reach out to the kale lady. This is your chick. Right. So, you know, you're doing all these things. How do you find the time or, or do you allow your body to tell you when it's time to do this? Like, how, how do you get to this place? Cause I have a lot of people that I interact with and they keep saying, Oh, I'm busy. I don't have time yeah. to myself. I have money to make, or my job is very thing. But how so, do you do it? So let me give everybody a general idea of my day. Right. right. I get up at 3 a.m. Oh, start my <laughs> to make my commute to get to work and right. i'm full from seven till four and then back home right i don't get home anywhere between seven and seven thirty and then it's family time which means cooking checking these kids with their schoolwork and stuff like that and my me time is between like 8 45 when i send the kids to bed till about 9 30 mm-hmm. and that's where i would either just do the reflections of the day where I take my notes and do my um, journaling and stuff like that or I will schedule my workouts in because I do not work out every day um, so mm-hmm. if I work out like three three days to the week so I schedule okay. my, 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 my self-care and my self-love time within that period you know um, mm-hmm. so my day is busy right but for many people generally speaking there's a difference between being busy and being productive Ooh, say that again uh-huh <laughs> This is how would. Yes. So there's a a big difference between being busy and being productive. So even though my day is very busy generally from getting up to the time I actually close my eyes in the night, on my commute, not the going because I'm asleep, because there's a shuttle that carries me to it. So I'm asleep going Ah. up. But on the coming back down, I don't have time to read books like I used to, Mm -hmm. but I have audible. So I am getting in at least a half an hour of listening to a motivational book or something on business or whatever the case might be. So, you know, it's a matter of shifting focus and finding things to help you grow, even though your schedule may be packed. And that also means scheduling in the things that are important. If it's not written down and it's not part of your day, you will forget it, even though you say you want to get it done, Mm -hmm. you know? So you have to schedule in your, your time. So even if that means from like using myself as an example, if you say at three o'clock you get up, between three and 3.15 or 3.20 is, is devotion time with God. And then after that you do your bath and stuff like that. And then you go. Also remind yourself throughout the day to, to, to give gratitude. So whenever something happens, God, I know that was you. Thank you very much. It might be a long conversation, but at least you give, you're, you're doing the gratitudes as you go. Right, yes. self is a part of the self love um, because you're mindful of all the blessings that you have, as opposed to focusing on all the the bad things that are taking place. Because the bad is just one or two seconds out of your day, but if you allow that 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 little interaction to to mess up the rest of your day, then it'll just be a continual cycle of you being in a negative space. Mm-hmm. You know, so exactly, it's all about shifting the way. You would do things currently, mm-hmm. rescheduling some, some things. And then 
reevaluating what are you doing at the same time because some things may not even be necessary. Okay, one, one example, when I first started coaching, um, one of my clients then said, um, I don't have time to exercise and I don't have time to meal prep. I say, okay, but you have time, like at least an hour and you're on Facebook. Oh. Um, how is that adding any value? Not saying that being on Facebook is bad. Don't get me wrong. That's your downtime. No. There's games you yeah. can interact with people. You can talk to your family abroad and stuff like that. However, during that time on Facebook, you could also still be cooking some meals or just doing 20 minutes of some sort of workout. 20 minutes is way better than doing nothing at all. Your body will get used to it and your body will get to stretch. Your body will get the extra oxygen. You know, so you're giving your body something that it needs. Or take away half an hour of that Facebook time and you could go to bed a little earlier so you'll get more rest. You know, so literally just a matter of looking at the things that you are doing. Mm-hmm seeing if half of them are adding any value to where you want to go. You're not looking at your present, your present state. If you're saying, I, I want to move from point A to point B, are the current things that I'm doing, will it get me there? If not, then what can I add in place of this to get me to that destination? If it means you're still on Facebook, but instead of being in that gossip group, per se, I'm just using that term loosely, don't get me yeah. wrong. Mm-hmm. That and you find uh, a life coach group that you could be in instead where they have um, their free training and, 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 and their sessions and stuff like that, do that instead. You know, yeah. listen to a blog, listen to a podcast, you know, pick up your Audible and listen to the, 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 um, the, the lesson that they have that day. And while you're doing that, you could still be cooking, you know, you could still be doing other stuff. So your day will be very productive and full of things to move you from where you are to where you want to go. Yes. And yeah. oh my goodness. So you mentioned journaling. Journal is, journaling is a great tool yes. for being mindful and to reflect on what took place during the day. And yeah. I like journaling because it can allow for you like months or years um, down the road, you can look back and get a sense of what your mind was like. Yes. And then you could say, oh my goodness, I grew so much. <laughs> or you could say, right? It could be like, what in the world? <laughs> or you could just be like, wow, you know, I could see this growth. And, and, you know, so you could definitely be able to tell over time how, how things have changed or remain the same. So I love that. I also like that you're recommending that we look at our lives and the things that we, you know, do and be mindful of that as well. So sometimes we can mind mindlessly scroll through social media and i like that you're being honest let's just be real some persons are engaged in gossip groups or groups that are toxic or groups that continue to just you know look for the negative in every right yeah they're they're, those groups out there now granted i mean it might not be your listeners right right but (laughs) that is a reality so let's just call a spirit a spirit and we can reflect on our life and say hey i can do this thing differently back here and even for myself I'm listening to you and I I just love that you said 20 minutes is better than zero and sometimes we think if we can't get that hour in we're wasting our time Mm -hmm. you know but five minutes 10 minutes 20 just anything is better than nothing because it's getting to the habit so when exactly You'll be like, okay, I, I, made, I made five. I could probably try for another five next time. And you keep going. Before you know it, 
you're like now whether it's whether it's at the gym whether it's journaling whether it's um prayer time because for some it's harder than others some persons right. really say they don't know how to pray i tell them start with just talking just say go ahead mm-hmm. get this right and you start and you just let it go because you're talking to a friend right just talking to a friend it's it, it you talk for hours so it may start off with you not knowing how to but at least you started and mm-hmm. then as your confidence grows as you just become more comfortable within your own self the time that you spend on certain things becomes more important than doing other things so right. everything in itself will find a balance or yeah. like it's a rhythm right what may be important today you may need to put on the back burner next week because something else now is it requires more attention at that point in time. So it's exactly. about whatever is whatever is needed for yourself within that particular space is what you give the attention to. You know, this yes. week might be well, this weekend for me it's about rest. So I've been nothing <laughs> except sleeping a lot, reading, listening to my my books online, and cooking and spending time with the family. You know, mm-hmm. next week now it will be different. My mindset will be on other things. So I'm going to be pushing certain things more than I am right now, you know, but I needed yeah. quiet time this weekend. So that's my focus this weekend. Yes, definitely. So one, just start, even if it's five minutes, even if it's not your day one, you can't compare your day one to someone's day 365 or day 1000. So just start where you're at with whatever resources you have. You have exactly, we all have exactly what we need to be able to get the things that we need to get done right now, today. And I, I like that piece of the whole gratitude too. If we become more grateful about all the things that we, we have and the blessings that we, have, we are enjoying, then we'll recognize, oh wait, things aren't that bad, really. Mm-hmm. You know, granted, crap happens and we have stuff happening to us, being thrown at us. Yes. But when we really sit and think about it, maybe it's a five minutes out of our 24-hour day. Mm-hmm. Right. And then within that day, we have so many things we could be grateful for and to focus on gratitude. I think gratitude is such a huge self-love practice. I love that you mentioned that yes. because it just reminds you that, hey, things are going OK. <laughs> things things aren't that crappy. No matter what's going on, things aren't that crappy. Another thing that you said and just took me back to I was listening to a motivational um, channel earlier today and it, they were saying that. Um, you know, persons who say stuff like, well, they were talking about finances on a, um, in, in, specific, in particular, but I think it can be used in general as well. So they were saying persons who say, I can't afford that versus persons who say, how can I afford that? Yes. You know, the person who says, I can't afford it, they've shut their minds down and now their mind is in, okay, and it's not in problem solving mode. Mm-hmm. Versus someone who says, how can I afford that? It allows you to start brainstorming and thinking about ways that you can afford it. Maybe ways to make extra money, maybe ways to save money. And Mm -hmm. so when we come to a problem and we we close it off, we need to be mindful of what we're saying. Like our words have so much power. So when we say stuff like, I don't have enough time or um, I can't do that, what we're really doing is closing our mind off. Yes. As opposed to saying, how can I, I'm trying to see how I could fit more time in my day. No, mm-hmm. I mean, more activities in my day. Now, granted, you may not get the result or the resolution or the solution at once, but if you have that mindset, then you're either going to, hey, check out a coach. 
And that coach is going to help you, you know, with some strategies, things that they probably didn't even think about. So, hey, cut back some Facebook time or while you're driving, listen to a book. And you're like, oh my gosh, that's so bright. That's so brilliant, right? Mm -hmm. So in essence, when you put your mindset and your thought process in the, in the realm of how can I versus I cannot, you're able to get more done Definitely. with that mindset. You're, you, you, you attract the people who can help you. You yeah. then are open to help from like, if you believe, um, if you're spiritual, you can, you're open to help from God. You're open to help from whatever is out there to assist you in, in getting, in getting the results. So I just love that you mentioned there that, um, even though the client said, you know, he or she didn't have time, you because you're so open to the process you were able to identify several different ways yeah. that yeah. the time the time that you already have could be maximized yeah. and i really want listeners to get this because i hear it a lot i don't have the time i can't do it it is such a, a limited mindset that all of us possibly all of us struggle with and i just want to encourage all of us listeners everyone here you can do it catch yourself in the moment and when you're saying i can't and twist it to how can i who do i need that kind of thing and you will see doors opening up for you this is not just theory this is real time in my life i'm sure Narissa, you could also talk about it happening in your life as well definitely you know, sometimes you might you might it may come across your mind but you will, this is where you literally you have to be mindful before yes. you speak so the thought process because everybody keeps saying 2019 is a year to level up but you can't level up in anything unless you change your mindset and your thinking mm -hmm. you could be you could be saying all the fancy stuff on the outside <laughs> and reposting people's stuff you're, you're but you're not practicing it but if the you words know. that you are telling yourself yeah it's from a different place then you will never move and you will never level up right mm -hmm. You literally first the process the process is long like i saw a quote recently you know i'm not saying it um, verbatim but mm -hmm. only lines of during the process of a, a development of a tree the mo most of it is done in the ground right, right. and it's lasting to be as a fruit right so the process will for some the process is faster than others but that's okay but generally speaking the parts that people cannot see will be from on the inside. The change has to come from on the inside first before it can be manifested on the outside. Before you can yeah. even get the, the fruits of that labor, of, of the thing that you want to, to come into your life, right? So you have to start doing the self-love and the introspection from on the inside. Changing, changing the way that you speak to yourself instead of saying you're stupid and you're this and you're negative and all of bad words start changing it. I can't do it right now. If I speak to such and such, they could help me to move from point A to point B. Maybe I should start listening to whatever positive person you want to listen to and start changing the things that you surround yourself with that could even get into in that negative space in the first place. Yes. So start speaking more life into yourself so that you could then get that out there. You know. I also want to piggyback on what you said. And in addition to listening to these things, reading these things, listen, you know, just 
exposing yourself to all this positivity, I want to encourage people to act on it as well. So what I notice is that there's a lot of information out there thanks to the internet and to just, I guess, more people promoting and marketing the value that they have to share with the world. Mm-hmm. But what some people struggle with is the execution. So yeah. they know in theory what we're saying in mm-hmm. terms of, you know, if you continue saying negative things to yourself, then negative things will happen or what have you. But we're not seeing people actually sitting and looking in the mirror and saying these things. You know, there's a level of discomfort sometimes that may come with change. You know, it's like people think that wanting better, (laughs) right? It's very uncomfortable. Yes. It is very uncomfortable. Some of these goals that we set for ourselves they sound great, they look great, and, and if we get there, it'd be lovely. But just the thought of the work that is involved, it, it really freaks some of us out. And it deters a lot of people from actually getting it done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I just love, love, love what you said in terms of even with the exercise. And I think that's something that I could take home for myself. Even if it's 20, 30 minutes, mm-hmm. it's way better than zero. Even if it's one day, it's better than no day. Yeah. Right? And you start there and then when you bring um start that habit, bit by bit it's going to grow. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And I wanna know if you've dealt with this. One of the things that I've heard about as well is people struggle with the fact that they're not what they used to be. So say for example, as we age, you know. <laughs> things happen so for some of us it's harder to lose weight or we you know just different things happening with our bodies we're Mm -hmm. not as productive we can't stay up as late so some of us could have done all-nighters and survive but when you get older you do an all-nighter and you crash for like the entire week yeah (laughs) different life changes and how do you that's one of the things that I try to help people with and I'd love to hear your perspective in terms of like practical ways to deal with that how do you help people recognize that, hey, life happens and where you were when you were 20, you're not going to be where you were 40. And how do we help these people yeah. be able to embrace? Yeah. Okay, great. That was good. Even with me, I used to run marathons back in the day. I don't think I could run a marathon. Well, I could, but I, I, I don't have the zeal to train. Right? I don't have the zeal to train for that anymore. And so what, do you come across people with that challenge and if so how do you help people with that challenge i i am that person or i was that person in itself right. oh sorry it, it's a rite of passage yes <laughs> yes because i've oh i was always skinny you know that right. person, that tiny individual and you know life happens i had two kids via c-section so you know i'm not yeah. this size one that i used to be back then and you know stretch marks and everything else that comes along with mommyhood and at one point again at the beginning of my journey i was like oh my god i look horrible (laughs) you know yeah but the thing is when you start the process that whole self-love process i like lists right that's that's how my brain functions at times so a lot of times i'd add like my clients to lists what it is you could do, what, what is it that you could have done then that you can't do now? 
So actually write that down. Yes. And then what is it that you can do now that back then you could not do? And watch how much things, how much you have grown as an individual from then to now. Oh. In terms of your actual, your actual body now. Okay, yes, you have stretch marks, which most of us as women, we'd like to get rid of and whatnot. But <laughs> okay, you have stretch marks. Okay, you have a little cellulite or whatever the case might be. This is speaking specifically to women now. Um, however, because of those stretch marks, I have two beautiful children right? Those are my tiger stripes and I wear them proudly, right? <laughs> you know? Um, so again, it's list, listing all the things that are, okay, you're writing up all the things that you don't like about yourself mm-hmm. and then figure out why it is you don't like it. Is it just from an aesthetic perspective or is it something deeper that's actually fueling that emotion? Because sometimes it's stuff that a, a comment or a an interaction or something that we had when we were young or growing up yes. that every time something happens now, it manifests itself into, into you feeling the way that you're feeling or watching yourself and telling yourself you're not good or whatever the case might be. It could be something underlying that you've never dealt with. So outside of the list to, to do the pros and, pros and cons, so to speak, and, and you know, change in mindset, it also means you have to look a little deeper as to what is causing the trigger of why I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling? Yes, I love that because sometimes we're walking around this world with voices from the past, whether mm-hmm. it's our parents, whether it's uh, some family member or a friend or ex-partner or what have you, saying yeah. these things to us. And now it, it kind of morphed into our own voice and our own self-talk. Mm-hmm. And we wonder why we're not able to budge. Yeah. But when we go back, we could tell the moment, we could tell maybe even the outfit we were wearing, the time of year. For some of us, it's that vivid. For others, we probably hit it because it was so traumatic. Yeah. But you're right. It, it usually can go back. If, if we go back, it usually is tied to something that happened in our lives. And that's why it's so important for us to access help from other people. Because some of these things, they're so deep-rooted and deep-seated that we could do with some help getting, unpeeling the layers, like an onion, unpeeling, just mm-hmm. peeling away the layers and getting to that point. So I love that. Now, one of our fi- my final questions relates to your, um, your initiative, lovely yeah. initiative. I know you have something coming up soon. So yeah. I'd love for you to share more about that and how persons can reach you if they would like to work with you or if they would like to learn more about your initiative. Well, the Love Her event is carded for the 16th of March, which is roughly in two weeks. It's going mm-hmm. to be at Cara Suites in Claxton, Bay, Trinidad. Um, it's basically from one till five, we will be having um, vendors showcase their work um, and it will be available for purchase as well. So we'll be having things like clothes, skincare, undergarments, jewelry, that kind of thing in terms of the vendors. And in terms of the actual program itself, we have, outside of myself um, being one of the presenters for that day, we also have um, life coach slash business coaches for women. Um, so that's two persons, which is Krisha Sarah Bowen, as well as Kalisha Mills. We also have a makeup 
artist and esthetician. She'll be coming to speak about things like skincare and presenting your best self forward. Um, that is Chanel Edwards Ali. And then we also have a um, motivational speaker, which is Sonia Polony. She's the business owner of Closet Run. She's one of the first persons that actually got me more involved in self-love to begin with. So I thought my very first event, I definitely wanted to have her to impart some of her, her, her energy and her fire to the ladies that will be in attendance at the event. And in terms of the event itself, we'll be doing things like affirmations, speaking on forgiveness, um, skincare, loving your authentic self, bouncing back from failures, because a lot of times people view failure at people, failure for people is rejection. And that carries a lot of people into a downward spiral and a lot of them can't get out of it. So they're stuck in that loop. So we'll be looking at all these things at the event as well. And of course we'll have lots of games and prizes and you know, it's, it won't be all um, rigid stuff, you know, it'll be time to interact and, and, and just have some sisterhood. And it's not only for anyone of any specific age, it could be best friends, your, a mom and could, they could bring their daughter. So, you know, the earlier you start that whole self-love aspect of things, the better. So their confidence will be at an all-time high by the time they get into adulthood. So it's for ladies, regardless of age, it's for ladies, you know? Ah, it sounds <laughs> amazing though. It sounds like so much fun. And you have such powerful speakers, well, starting with you. And then Krisha, and then um, I think it's Kalisha. Yeah, I, I know of her. So you have amazing, amazing things. Yes, Kalisha is from Tobago. So it's Tobago. Yes, of course. <laughs> Tobago is in the house. I'm happy to hear that we're represented. <laughs> um, so that sounds amazing. So you're saying that if I have a two-year-old little lady, I could bring her? Yes, if you want. If you want. Oh, that's nice. At the end of the day, I don't want the ladies to feel deterred from coming because well they don't have a babysitter or anything like that you can still come and you can still be in attendance and get the information and get the, the fellowship and just have a day out yes so you know um <laughs> so a lot, a lot of us do not ever have the time or we don't want to give ourselves the time to come and have that kind of interaction you know so it yeah. is important um, currently I've extended the early bird special only because it's carnival and you know, a lot of people, the banks would have been closed or too much traffic and that kind of thing. So the early bird special is available until this Thursday, which is the 7th of March, I believe. Mm -hmm. And then, um, so tickets are 320 and then for, from, for the last week before the event, the tickets will be 375. Nice. And how can we reach you? If we're interested, we're like, hey, I need to be a part of this process. You all can call us at um, 758-2465 or you can visit our website, which will also have all of the information as well. It's holisticallyu.net. And, and holistically with an H. Yes, H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C-A-L-L-Y holistically. I'll definitely drop that in the description as well. So, and we're on Facebook as well, so you can find us on Facebook. Nice, 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 nice. And listen, listeners, please check her out, follow her on social media, 
she is a powerhouse, you know, and uh, if you're in Trinidad, please try her kale. I'm here <laughs> hoping that one day I could get one. <laughs> well, so, that's in the works. That's in the works. And as, <laughs> as um, everything is finalized, that will hopefully be before the year is done. Um, yes, we are in the process of um, expanding. We currently have two locations in Trinidad and we're looking to expand to Tobago. So we'll keep you informed about when that actually happens. I'm excited. I'm so <laughs> excited to hear that because I have heard so many great things about your kale, the taste, the fact that it's organic yes. and how long it lasts yes. like when you get it. So that's amazing. So thanks again, Narissia, for awesome. being a part of our process, for being on the show and you know blessings to you on anything that you have coming up and any plans that you have i i just blessings and positive vibes being sent over your way to you and your family so thank thank you so much